My name is DJ Genesis, and I just did a dope interview with Real Life Street Stars. Make sure you like and subscribe. Real life street star. Hold on, man. It's it's a moment right now. It's a moment right now. Uh, those at home are probably wondering, like, man, who do real life street stars have on the couch? And uh, I want to call her almost like the mastermind or the the lady behind the curtain, the, the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> we got DJ Genesis in the building, um, straight from Detroit, down in Texas. Uh, you know, for those that may want to, you know, try to understand, uh, you know, of course, we also celebrate 50 years of hip-hop. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. But, you know, 50 years of hip-hop going down right now. But um, I'd like to jump right into it, man, because, you know, I met you um, through a mutual friend at the time, um, uh, Jaguar Wright. Um, when I said at the time, she's still a friend. Uh, but I met you through Jaguar Wright, and uh, I was able to, you know, get introduced to you, and she said, hey, you got to meet this young lady named uh, Genesis. She's dope, she's creative, she's you know doing all this stuff. And at the same time, I met uh, Solar, Carbonation, same day. Uh, so I'm like, oh wow. And you were telling me like, hey, uh, yeah, I know you know Jaguar, but do you, you ever heard of Carbonation? I said, no, I never heard nothing. You said, let me show you some things. And you showed <laughs> me some things, I'm like, oh wow, I need to go deeper in this. She's like, yeah, you need to look deeper into this. So welcome Genesis, how you doing? Um, Welcome to the platform. Welcome to Street Stars. And mind you, you you've been up here a lot of times, right? Uh, for a lot of those interviews that we did, even whether through maybe Jaguar, maybe through uh, Goomba, maybe through um, uh, Solar Velvet, you're up here in the background. So you've been here, uh, but now you're in front of the couch. Now we are able to put a face to. Let's say if people want to know if there was a name, put a face to it. Um, how are you doing? How are your spirits? How's life? Uh, everything's going pretty good. I just bought a new house. Oh, congratulations. Oh, man. Black excellence. Black excellence. Yes, yes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm a landlord and I'm a, for my first uh, property and I just bought a new house. Congratulations. That's uh, a lot of people don't make uh, how important that is uh, just in ownership in this thing we call America, this project we call America. Um, so as a black woman uh, who I'm assuming doing a dolo. Single um, mother. Single mother. And I was homeless at one point. So. Oh, man. So that's even, man. That's I a testament. I built myself yourself. up from that all the way to this point. It took us some time, but yeah. We're going to touch on that because I want to go through your story, man. But um, before we even get to your full story, um, I want to ask you, um, you know, again, uh, we had the viral interview that went crazy, a couple of interviews with Jaguar Wright. And uh, she's a character in herself as far as just what she is. Um, and I'm just curious, uh, even when I was introduced to you by her, um, what was y'all's introduction? Like, uh, how did that even come about? Um, was it through Carbonation that brought that together? I've known Jaguar. Um, well, basically, I've been, like I said, DJing for a very long time. Um, when I was in the military, um, I, like, actually was stationed in D.C., and I had a residency at a club called uh, State of the Union. And uh, it was around, like, in 1999, 1998, where she, when um, I went to a Roots show, and I saw the roots. And at the time, I had my residency at, um, at, the, at that place. And I saw Jaguar along with uh, this group called the Black Lily Collective. Yes, yes. And so I saw them. And she was like one of the uh, artists. She wasn't like the headliner. It was Jazzy Fat Nasty was the headliner of that. But she was one of the artists. 
And when I saw how great of a performer she was, I was like, man, she needs to be, you know, I really want, I really wanted to book her, but like I wasn't able to book her without booking the entire Black Lily Showcase. So I brought Black Lily Showcase to the State of the Union uh, in D.C. You know, they um, they recently took down um, uh, Jaguar's uh, Jay-Z um, Unplugged. Uh, yeah, you can't really find it on YouTube. Um, you can find it, but it's going to be like probably up there for a while. But I think Jay-Z somehow has some power to say this does not exist anymore. At first, you could just go watch it. Right. TV Unplugged, but he must have called MTV. And I don't know what happened, but you cannot find that. Uh, you know, you cannot anyway. find that video. Uh, but when people go back, they might not. They might think of Jaguar as this person who kind of just goes off and just kind of tells uh, industry secrets or something like that. But no, she was always um, a dope singer. Yeah. Can you kind of contest that as far as you know seeing a live performance with Jaguar? Right? How she was amazing. Like, I mean, she still is amazing um, as a perform as a singer, um, and she still has it in her to be a great singer. I never wanted to ever take anything like that away from her. Um, and that's one of the reasons why, like, when I reached back out to her, I was really, you know, trying to work with her and be like, you know, hey, whatever I can do, you know, what, what you know, she at that time when I first talked to her, it was about my daughter's uh, father's documentary. But um, I um, when I met her back in 1998, um, you know, I you know, I, her her performance was so dynamic. It was like, you know, she she would like. Um, give these stories and then she would break it down to, into a song and man, oh. it was amazing and then she was outdoing everybody that she was even you know with Black Lily she was outdoing all those people yeah. and they had I me mean, they were all talented too this is like back, back with uh, I think it's James Poisoner and all you know all those like people were really hot like Erica Badu and Jill Scott and all of them were like uh, just signed to Hidden Beach uh, Erica Badu I mean Jill Scott was and, um, you know, you had Kindred Family Soul and that whole OK Player thing. Yes. So that whole thing, that whole, like, vibe was just something to behold. It was great to be around during that time to see that. If you were to make a guess as to why she didn't get the same look as Jill Scott, Erica Badu, Mary J. Blige, and things like that, what, what would you say that guess was? Well, back then I thought it was because she got pregnant. I thought that her pregnancy had gotten in the middle, in the way. But as time has gone on, we found, you know, I found out other things about, like, you know, like that, you know, uh, some arguments and things and, like, some, like, things was going on where, like, a lot of, like, um, you know. Uh, Do you believe artists could get blackballed in this yes. industry? Yes. That is a real thing. I, I believe that she did get blackballed. And that's what I was pretty much told by other people that she mm -hmm. got blackballed. That, that that could be a. Real I didn't want to say it. No, I no, was no. like, ah, I was well, like, oh. You know, we've been in the music industry, and uh, <laughs> I've actually seen and I've heard the powers that be blackballing artists, yeah. where someone has a potential, and then the network of people behind the scenes are saying, "Don't give that person." I've seen doors shut in front of people just based on phone calls being made. A lot of um, a lot of people in Detroit, like you will see, there's so much talent in Detroit. You wonder why people didn't don't make it that far. It's because sometimes you have a lot of people that might be kind of a little bit wild. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, and people, you know, when you got millions of dollars online, you, you got to have people that's on, that, you know, you can be wild, but you got to be able to dial it down and be able to get business done at some point. You know, it can't be just a... Can't be wild all the time. I mean, just wild and out. It's got to be a business too. You got to be able to, you know, at some point, that's you what know, they call dial it, uh, it down. Uh, liability, a limited liability. People don't want to have liability off of a person. Uh, right. You're just wilding out. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's a, it's an investment. You know? Right. Right. So you said um uh, you mentioned getting back with her. Um, 
uh, I'm curious because we did an interview with Jaguar right before COVID hit. I think at the end of 19, uh, at the end of uh, 2019, maybe beginning of 2020, uh, right before COVID, and our that interview just went crazy over time. It just went crazy. Um, when did you get back in touch with her? Like, what was y'all span uh, span of not speaking with her till uh, you know? Again, like I said, she well, was- you know, I had booked her that 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 event. Um, I had tried to bring her back. I wanted to like do a live show with her. Well, like I like even after like black the black lily thing. I was in, trying to keep in touch with her, trying to do a live show with her, but something happened where she wasn't allowed to do that. So then, like, I kind of lost touch with her. I became a DJ. I, I started being more, like, traveling as a DJ on my own right, like, going around the world and, like, traveling as a DJ, like, going to Africa and different countries uh, on tour. So then, because I had my own DJ tour after that. I put the first female DJ tour together. Oh, you know? dope, bro. So yeah. oh, I was doing that, and then, like, I ended up, like, from me doing that, uh, this guy um, that owned a record label asked me to come because I was in D.C. Yeah. I moved from D.C. to Detroit because um, I was in the military. And I, moved, I was in D.C., stationed in D.C., um, uh, did all that stuff in D.C. And then based on me doing it, they asked me to come to Detroit to help this label out. Yeah. And um, so I actually um, was DJing parties, throwing parties, and I ended up like running into tight by 10. And then me and him saw her again uh, at an Urban Organic event that my friend Drake Pfeiffer does. He does. He was the one bringing all the neo soul into Detroit. Right. What year was this? Uh, Two thousand and five or okay. six. Okay. Two thousand six. Okay. A while back. Yeah, but I think before that, no. In 2003, I think I saw her at the African World Fest. And then, okay, so you're moving around the city. Yeah, so her. it's like, like, as yeah. time, like, I'm seeing her here and there at the time going, hey, hey, we reunite, hey, what's up, bro? And then, you know, so I'm like, so when I um, got with Titus, you know, or by 10, when I got with him, I was like, oh, okay, you know, when we went to go see her, you know, he was happy to see her and everything like that. I was happy to see her. We, you know, it was great, you know, it was cool. So, and then, like, reunited, man, what's up, remember, you know? So, to fast forward up until let's say her you know recently um you know again i, I think she was you know how i met you i came to your house and i uh, was able to meet you uh i seemed she was already over there uh gerald was already you know in her life and they y'all already y'all were on a level well no like i have okay so how yeah. i ran back into her yeah, was that go ahead. we were putting together the documentary and so i was like okay well i know jaguar was on tour with him so I need because I because Shaka who was staying at me because we was doing some business together. He was staying him his family was staying at the time, and he was like he was like encouraging me to put together a documentary for Batin right yes. because he's passed away. But may he rest in peace. And he's also my child's father, my daughter's father. Um, so he was like you know to bring back his legacy. Let's, you should do a documentary. I said well you know it'd be good. You you already been on Bigo with Jaguar. We should get. Get in touch with Jaguar. Oh, so that was a Bigo. Uh, Shock was already on Bigo with her. Yeah, because she and Tokyo Tony had gotten into like the whole Nature Boy thing. Oh, you know uh, yeah. Saying? Okay. And they that's were trying where, to take down Nature Boy. Out. Yeah. And then so I guess that's when they interviewed with Shaka, and then that was the first time that she had met King World. Okay. Okay. Because King World is like the na- the whole Nature Boy like take down Nature Boy guy. Like he's he's dedicated his whole life to taking down Nature Boy. So. So with that being said, um. You already knew Jaguar uh, just, you know, through passing and, you know, just through the business. Uh, but now it's going to be a more intimate relationship as far as working on this documentary. Uh, 
you know, uh, I'm assuming she was already in Texas. I mean, she already been in Texas, like moving around in Texas and stuff like that in Dallas. And just on a road, she's a road warrior. She's always moving around. But I'm assuming y'all did y'all first meeting to talk about the documentary, just kind of start building relations from there, music and just like talking or what was it? Yeah, we, we met at a restaurant and uh, we just we caught up. She didn't even realize, knew how Titus had passed away. Wow. She heard about it, but um, I keep calling him Titus. Everybody knows him as Bob Tim. Uh, Tim. Yeah, how Bob Tim had passed about. away, and um, you know, she you know she was excited to like you know actually reunite with 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 um, and get information and you know talked about. We talked about a whole lot of things, you know, and you know, in the first it was like kind of weird because she was like, well, you know, I got I'm being followed. You know. Yeah, yeah, being, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was always. On I was that. like, you're being followed. <laughs> and so that. you know, she's like, yeah. The, um, the cartel or some of the cartel, some kind of cartel was following her and that the, um, they was watching her and this, that, the other. And, you know, if anybody tells you, you know, you know, but it, it was all cool. Like, but just like what we're going to be doing, you know, just be, be careful if anybody reaches out to you, this, that, the other. So, honey, I, she was looking around. I started looking around. I was scared. I'm going out of the, um, the parking lot like, oh, shit. You know uh, what I'm saying? Taking, this taking is, three. This is a, uh, <laughs> Okay, okay, this okay. This is an adventure here. Yeah, like, so I start I'm looking around. I'm, I'm starting my car up, looking in the back seat, make sure ain't nobody about to, yeah. you know, put the thing on my... Mm, mm, mm. No, no, no. Hey, that's, that's a level of excitement to that. I don't know, man. Some, you know, that's how you put a porn on me. Oh, my God. Right, right. A little chloroform. Oh, they got me. Yeah, chloroform. <laughs> they got me. So she added that excitement back to life. Like, okay. Right, like, like, oh, shit. Like, we got to do this business saying? now straight mission impossible right um all right so she put the fear of god in you and um y'all y'all basically man she the story she told me about how she did we had to back up and pull like i mean i'm like shit yeah it's about to go down so you took you took a liking to her i'm assuming as far as just yeah because again her talent is her storytelling ability is amazing her talent and her personality is you know through the roof so exactly she's kind of one of those auras that you kind of gravitate towards no matter what that's how it was with us in 2019 we just gravitated towards her aura now mind you with our interview there was a situation that came out to where she was accusing uh common of you know, you know putting his dick in her mouth yeah, yeah i mean yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm can i say that it's putting like, dick in her mouth while she was asleep yes right um, that's the accusation um, so I yeah, a, so, I don't know if you guys did that to me while I tried to. No, 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 no. I uh, think. Uh, Doesn't all guys do that? I, no, I yeah. Don't know. Uh, I thought all guys try to. No, no I ain't gonna lie. Um, <laughs> uh, men probably all say, guys try to put their dick in your mouth. I'm gonna take advantage of her if like and, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know how it works, but I would say if somebody is saying, "Hey, I've been with this person before," I'm gonna just put my dick in their mouth while they're asleep. I like, think it'd be kind of dangerous. Like, what if you wake? What if they? What if you, she bites down? Like, what if she's having a nightmare? You mean like somebody's wife? No, I'm saying like, why would a guy? You put your dick in the mouth in that person's sleep. That's yeah, kind of dangerous. Like, I think I'll they might scared. like the sensation of a good bite. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Like who you knows? wake up. Oh, I know. I woke up fighting. Who knows? So, but. <laughs> We we got her on the accusation of that, and um, you know that shit went viral. That shit went crazy. So you you knew this this is a jaguar that you met though, right? Like you, she was coming off the, you know, the roots <laughs> and all that, and you know. Um, I was not like as privy. I was not aware of a lot of the stuff that was being said. You know what I'm saying? I saw some of it, like the the gossip stuff, but I was not all the way 
aware. Aware. So you didn't know about the Stormy Monroe fallout, um, surviving Tasha K. All this was going on like after our interview, um, which we seen and we're like, oh, were you aware of any of that? Like the surviving Tasha K. The- I was. I did see. I was watching her in her car. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember. Yes, that's what she was doing. So I did not see a lot of the Storm Monroe stuff and the Tasha K stuff. Okay. 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 All right. So, I'm, not, well, I'm, a, when, I'm not even sure when those things were. But. Which is understandable. I mean, hey, you're trying to worry about the documentary and. I was, yeah, I was yeah, like focused. in a whole other world. I was traveling and, you know, because I, you know, I, I, I'm a software engineer. Yes. So I just did a lot of traveling around, like for my job. So I wasn't really. Definitely. Um, I have but to I, ask. But Bigo, but the only reason why I knew about her on Bigo was because of Shaka and I was on his family on Bigo during COVID. Exactly. That's so. That's yeah. how I like even was. Oh, Jaguar! You know. There you go. So um, I'm like completely oblivious to what's going on. There's yeah. Upon there. meeting her and upon the hey, we got to get out of here. People follow me. Um, you got into I'm assuming some kind of business with her. I mean, I believe she came to your house. She recorded songs. Uh, she was actually like just being there. I, when she wanted me to be her production manager. Yeah, she, I think she's like, we well, you know, I'm gonna do a show. I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, I'm like, cool. Was that the show know? that we worked on, or just? I, it was some show that she was about to be doing coming okay. up. You know, it never happened. The show, but she was yeah. going live a lot. Um, was that from your house? Yes. Okay, yeah. Everybody would see her like in the living room, and she'd be going live. And uh, yeah, because what happened is, is that when okay, so because of like carbonation, because I had Shaka at my house, uh. That like started a whole thing with King World because King World is like the carbonation track track yeah, down. Yeah, he, yeah, he's a they a track he track down you know wherever they going. We I know where you're at. He's carbon sandy. He, you know uh, King he's World. finding out where they at and, and anything going on with them. He knows what's I'm on. He is the heartbeat of anything with anybody in carbonation. He knows he's gonna know. You think he's going. just infatuated carbonation? Like he wants to be there or something? I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Know. I think he. I think that there was a it's there used to be a whole group called the Takedown. Uh, the the foot on the next squad. And it was like a whole group of people that all they did was track down Nature Boy. Like everywhere he went, they look at a tree and be like, okay, that tree is a, a ficus ah. uh, from the, uh, the, the all your realist uh, Greek, you know, like the, yeah. they break down, okay, that's only in Dallas, Texas. So he has to be there. Oh, you know, man. They'd be like, oh, that building right there, that is his, that, that's the lobby of the such and such. But they, they would be able to like find out, like he would be in the middle of Costa Rica somewhere and all it, all he would have in his background would be like trees, and they'd be like, "Oh, that tree right there, that's the such and such." Tree. Oh Somehow man! Somehow they would find out where he was. I don't know how they were. Doing. <laughs> where in the world is Nature Boy San Diego? Uh, find him. Yeah, <laughs> gotta find him. Gotta they, catch him up. And you, and you actually see. So they was so so then they start doing that with other members of Carbonation, like find out where they are in Ohio and you know wherever they are. Like, sounds like okay. a good game though. Sounds like a, it sounds like a fun game of. Hide and seek, and you know exploration. If I was bored, well, it was the game when they started to dox my address because they found out where my where they where I was. Yeah, man, your address is famous now. My old, well, my old address address is famous. I'm like, no, I gotta put that thing out. What the hell? Everybody put that thing out, dude. So, so I have to ask that um, for Jack, it's just been out there. I'm telling you. So for Jag, um, as you know. You know, she's recording live in your house and she's going live in y'all. I guess y'all are doing business. Uh, Shaka's there. Um, tell me, um, there's a time where things were really popping, like as far as the goals and dreams were being made. Again, I came over your house and, you know, and met you and stuff. And like, 
to me, that's a time where things are like, we're about to start doing some things. Yeah, we're about to do We start it. talking about documentary after that and things yeah. like So we're getting introduced to like, you're getting introduced to Jaguars Network. Um, uh, Gerald, he's there too, Goomba. He's- yeah, we were sitting next to each other working on, you know, I'm trying to tell them how to fix the website up to make it. People started contacting me about Philadelphia about, oh, this ain't working. I'm like hitting them up. Oh, okay, well, this is not working. You know, when the site went down momentarily, I'm like, yeah. okay, hey, Gerald, your site's down. You know, you gotta like that, you know, whatever. So I started like almost being like their tech support for a second. You right. Know what I'm so I'll say this Jaguar came in, gave us a great interview. Um, and then next thing you know, she was, um, the numbers start going a little crazy. Uh, you know, like, you know, and I, I, I understand when people are on the internet, they kind of watch and see what their numbers do and see what reaction they have. And the, Jaguar's always been big on going to the comments and reacting to the comments and things like that. And I see she started creating, um, just not saying new ideas, but, um, she started creating, she wanted to create more content. So she saw a situation where she's like, hey, um, uh, there's a young lady by the name of Legina Gold that um, we got to get. She told me, uh, you know, Joker, we got to go get her. That happened after Solar. Was that after Solar? Yeah. Yes, you're right. That was after Solar. Yeah. Which because, is understandable because, yeah, again. Because that you, whole thing went down and yeah, that whole Solar thing was crazy because she had just met Solar. Yes. So t- tell me this, tell me this. And yeah, I'm sorry, I don't want to jump to the Gina, oh, but we're going to get to that. Okay, and uh, thank you for reminding me, because yes, I met Solar at your house. And yeah. you told me, hey, you should know this guy. He's in a thing called Carbonation, and he was, and look into it. So I looked into it, I said, whoa, <laughs> we need this story. Right. What the hell? Yeah. But before we could get that story, Solar is in the house with Goomba and Jaguar and yourself, I'm assuming. Yeah, they were working on music. That's how they did working that Welcome music. to the Circus. Um, Welcome to the Circus is what it's going to be called, um, or what it's called. And uh, they, did you see the relationship building? Like, uh, you know, they started making that music and it was like, you know, they were getting, they were, they were really vibing. And then uh, we, we, me and Shaka were on our way to Detroit to do some stuff with the, with Slum, you know, to talk about some things like a documentary. Y'all got to dodge. Y'all, y'all weren't even, y'all weren't even there for all the shits. We didn't get, we we was on the phone. We throughout the whole thing. It was like a girl was calling. Tell that motherfucker to get away from my wife. So, he better get away from my wife. Gerald we were on the phone like, oh my God. Gerald made some accusations. He's like, man, uh, I, we would be there in the house. Um, I would walk to the bathroom and then Solar and Jaguar would be alone and he would put spells on her. Do you believe any of that? I don't believe that. No. Do you believe any Molly was popped in the champagne or anything like that? Or just, I mean, I don't know. So Molly being popped in the champagne. Well, no, I'm saying, well, what I'm saying is Goomba made accusations that, man, I think he might have did put something in a drink or something to get her, to get her consumed by him. Like, she was so consumed. I'm like, I don't know. When you walk around the corner, who knows what happens? Do you feel like Solar did anything to manipulate Jaguar? No. Okay. I think the Solar would just be his, like, his, like the hippie guy that he is. Like, also, like, yeah, I think Jaguar might have just came to that. happiness and just, you know, all that hippie stuff that he'd be on. Um, so she was auntie and he was nephew. And uh, yeah, they went out that. on a trip to um, Shreveport. He was too busy worrying about Velvet the whole time. He wasn't thinking about Jaguar. Um, he trying sure. to pop nothing in her drink. Velvet, what, he was so infatuated was, was in love with Velvet. Huh? Was Velvet there? No, they had broke up. Okay, she so, kicked him out. Okay. So that's why he had to end up down at my house because she kicked him out. He was home and didn't have nowhere to go. And so Shaka asked him if he could come for a second. He was going to give him a job working where he was working at. I see. And I then see. get to help him get on his feet. He, he but then he get in running the Jaguar, and so you know they they down in Shreveport. He up there crying about Velvet, and they doing 
Now, if anybody was doing something, they did something trying to get get Solar to get Velvet back. Because okay. I heard they was eating Velvet tacos and all this kind of weird no. like, manifestation no. techniques they were doing. Going down to the water and, you know, probably praying and trying to, you know, hey, all kind of weird. the Velvet Rope Tour on DVD. We're sleeping on Velvet Blankets. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Whatever we can do to get it back. Right. <laughs> so, 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 Velvet, like, just V for yeah, Velvet. V for Vendetta, right. V for Velvet. V for Velvet. <laughs> it was just like a Velvet Fest. So I'm like, Were you I don't surprised about time the, for to be, like, trying to hook up with each other. The, uh, the Shreveport incident, um, everything that went down. Like like you said, y'all were on the phone. Like, were you surprised about any of that? Like, did you see it coming? No. So you were just like, what the fuck is going on? Dude, I didn't realize Gerald was like crazy and volatile with his gun and pistols and stuff and pulling out pistols. You didn't know he was a long range. You didn't know he was a I didn't know he was. Yeah, you know, he spit it in. Right. Right. I promise you, but I, I challenge you to a duel. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, He's swinging. He's practicing for a duel. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Who would have known? In the car and on the highway. Who would have known? Just. You know, so playing at, with guns and stuff like as that. As it's unfolding, you're hearing like what's going on. Uh you and Shaka. Yeah. Um, and of course I know it spills into the next day and it's a whole fiasco. But what are your thoughts when you like just like when is it gonna stop? Are you like were you trying to y'all fix it? We who, were laughing. Who were you trying to give like hey, like Gerald? We no. didn't realize how serious it was. Cause it was like we were like, man, we were like, man, so like we were like kind of laughing like <laughs> Solar, leave his, leave his, when he say leave his wife alone, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, and then, then Solar was like, no, just, they just, it's just not right, and whatever he was going through, and, and they just, and, and you know, and man, and next thing you know, they, we were uh, at, we were in the studio, and they were at the barbershop, barber so the barbershop and is. he's on the phone with, with uh, Shaka, like, tell that nigga get away from my wife, and all you heard is, <laughs> We were like, oh my God, what's going on? So um, we, we were man, listen, that was crazy. So when you turn on the internet or turn on your phones, you see Jaguar laying on the floor, uh, surrounded by six, seven cops, and she's screaming. And Gerald would be like, yeah, My wife's so the he got he got his phone. Got his phone I'm like, that. what is what is this? Yeah, when you cause mind you, you're part like you've seen all this come together at it when it's all working and now you're seeing it fall apart like in front of your face. I would have never thought. Yeah, it that got it would this. turn like this. This is crazy. Because I'm like, wow. Because that, you know, it's it's sad because it was like it was so much potential. It was, I mean, I'm telling you, when we so much could have been. When I got done. there and we were talking business and we we're trying to document, the, uh, uh, we had shot already like two episodes of um, Keep It a Bean. Um, it was man, we we're about to take over the world. Man, like shit. That's we, what I was doing stuff on Philadelphia, doing little interviews. I thought, okay, we gonna do some stuff. I'm like, man, but that situation and that yeah. whole like thing with the the car and and, and uh, I I didn't know. See, and I actually cut into Gerald. Like I was like, dude, Gerald, why was you playing with the gun? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you were in the military. We get taught about how training on how like how to handle a gun. And for you to be twirling around guns in a car, I actually cut into him about that shit. It's when intimidation. I got, when I got home, I called him like, dude, Jerry, what are you doing? That's it's definitely probably intimidation. Like, and I, I mean, I'm in I'm in the, I was in the Air Force. He was in the um, army, so we both like veterans out here. So like, I'm, I'm looking at him like, dude, you should know better than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah he should definitely know better than that. I, I definitely feel it was he was just in an element that he was just fuck man. intimidated by a guy. This dude that come on now, man, listen. Solar. Everybody said everybody. Solar Jaguar and um, 
uh, Goomba all but they were having that, like a three-way? No, they were, no, they were just saying that shoulders were being rubbed in the car. Uh, <laughs> everyone said this. Everyone, like that he was rubbing on had, his shoulders? Everyone had different reasons why sh- shoulders were getting rubbed, but... Wait, no, he... Wait, they, wait, they said they was getting... That, that so, no, Solar said he did rub Jack's shoulder and also attempted to rub Goomba's shoulder. Jack said, yes, he was... Yeah, he was in the backseat rubbing my shoulders and also Gerald said, yeah, he was rubbing the shoulders. So... I could see someone taking that as man. Is this man trying to get my? Right. Like, what kind of weird? Yeah. That is no, I'm saying of, it's a, it's per, it's. Perception. And then you got the carbonation element. Yeah. Then you got. You know, like, you yeah, know he was know on what, the on that movie with the transgender. Yeah. It's like it's a you lot know, there. You don't know what he's trying to like. You don't know like. Relax, everybody. Right, that relax. Thump could, that thump could do something. That thump, <laughs> could, that thump hit a pressure point. <laughs> I'm gonna rub his shoulder. Hey. Also, yeah. trying to dry out. Oh, yeah. Take it for. Yeah, loosen y'all up a little bit. Let me. <laughs> Combination style, right? You know, hey, they got oils and ointments that do right. all kind of shit. So, right, I can see probably got a little satchel and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, it's rubbing into your skin. But that moment, <laughs> and again, you're right because Get when I talked to Jaguar for me, and she did tell me like, yes, no, she did ride around with her son's ashes and things like that um, to see what unfolded at the barbershop and the, just the at. It did say like, man, this was. Uh, I don't know if we could come back from this. Uh, that's even me thinking business like. How do you fix this? So even me calling Jaguar, I'm like, man, we could fix this. Let's just figure out a way to. to they were they were supposed to be on the way back to to the yeah to, to the the come yeah we were supposed to come do a celebration of real life for touching one million views and get you know we're gonna talk about new doing new content for Monday right and then that never happened so we were still trying to figure out a way to we could still come back from this but then of course uh, you know the arrests uh, just everything that happened after that. When did you and Jaguar's relationship, because uh, I think y'all had a little, y'all had friction after that. Uh, what happened between y'all? Because I don't think no one knows as far as, again, people are just not putting the face to your name. Um, but whenever they hear about the, mos- the mosquito address and things like that, you're the person who was, you know, your house was where everything was going down, going on it. They, I think she was leaving your house to go to the barbershop. I don't even know. It was it was all in the area. She did. Yeah. She did. They did. They were we, leaving your house to go to the barbershop yeah. to find Gerald and shit. So where, where did y'all's situation kind of start going like a little left? When Legina came. Okay, so we'll go to Legina. All right, so let's do this. Yeah. Um, after the Solar incident, um, Jaguar was still into the mode of let's fix this. With, with Gerald, right? Yeah. With Gerald. Uh, she went to jail. She got out. She went to like to. Uh, uh, she went to the mental. Uh, no, she went to the, she went to Chicago, and wild out at the airport. Well, before the airport, she went to the mental facility um, instead of jail. Not loose right. yeah. She went to the mental facility. Uh, she was able to get out after a week, and then she said, "Let's get right back to it." Uh, she went to Chicago, clear head. I talked to her up there for a while. Um, she was uh, just trying to clear her head. Then the incident happened on the way back from Chicago, in which she said, "Hey." There's a person I would want to get out here that I've reached out to, which is uh, Miss Legina Gold, of course. Uh, she Did felt- she say that when she was in Chicago? Yes. She wanted See? To- See? No, I'm, hey, we're, we're, we're connecting here. See, because she tried to make it seem like I was the one who knew Legina ahead of time. See, I didn't know Legina. Oh, no, no, no. Who she, Legina was. She was on. Legina had already, um, I think, hit, the sh- hit TMZ. Um it was right at that time. She was on TMZ. Regina yes. was on TMZ. She was. She was. Regina's um, right here. I'm, I'm, she, that's why I'm looking. I'm like, she what? She was on know, TMZ. No, the only reason that we even, when Jaguar said who Regina was, we only knew it, and we said we agreed to do the interview because of TMZ. Like TMZ reported it. Oh, 
So I was like, I don't know if she probably didn't know that. Um, I know. Yeah, bro. so. I didn't even know so that. So when Jaguar said, I got to get her here to Texas quick. So honestly, I don't know if Jaguar was doing it to help Legina or she just saw this content. Like, we got to oh, get no, her. Oh, no, she on, saw this content. Okay, yeah, we got to get her on the show. It, yeah, I think she admitted it. She's like, we got to get on the show. We got to, you know, we got to get on. Uh, she's like, I want to get her on my show, but also I want to have, have y'all interview her as well. And uh, at the time, we told her we're, we're probably not going to interview. We don't, we don't know the story. We don't know right. the story. And then it hit, you know, it was on TMZ. And we're like, oh, okay. If TMZ reported it, I guess we, we should talk about it. So uh, she brought down, introduced us to uh, Legina. We did our interview. Um, and then, again, from that moment on, and let's, I want to touch on this because there was a way to get Legina down here that Jaguar, she called us. She called Real Life and was like, I need y'all to go get her. And I'm like, uh, you know, we're not about to go get her. Um, she's like, <laughs> right. is there a way for y'all to, is there, you have any connects that can get, uh, I think Legina was in, uh, was it Detroit? Um, she's in Detroit. Detroit. Like, is there any connects you got? I'm like, man, I could probably make a fuck, couple of phone calls, but I doubt we have those connects. So um, I believe you might have came in to She called, she texted me that night. Hey, you got somebody because Legina's in trouble. Uh, she needs, she got to get out of there ASAP. So I'm like, oh, oh man. Did she say why ASAP? Why she had to get out of ASAP? No. And then the next day, I, it was like, you know, like on some like, you know, it, it's almost like it's making it seem like somebody was about like, like, like tracking her down, or she had to get out of like the like the mafia. Like yeah, she she brought was, the mafia. You hear the mafia again? The mafia. <laughs> the time was coming. Time was right, coming. Right. Uh oh. You know, the, the, the they're, they're they're coming to get her. I'm, I, the way that she made it seem like it sounded like. People were outside watching her door for her to come out the house and was going to gun her down type of thing or, you know, chloroform. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, um, I think, uh, and I can't remember because, um, you know, we, I think we did send some money to help. Yeah, I, I had a friend of mine come and with a, with a gun. It was also snowing, by the way. It was oh, the, wow. middle, the middle of winter, snowing. Wow. You know, it had just snowed. Like it was a snowstorm, I think that had hit before, like like a few days before that. So it was like full blood, full blown Detroit midwinter, folk cold with snow, et cetera, going on. Okay, so and um, my friend, in ten minutes of me calling, drove over there and had her because I'm I'm thinking that somebody's really about to get this before. Yeah, lady, like you know? it's time. And I'm like telling her, well, tell her to run to the truck. Oh wow. It's like that. Like I'm like, he got a strap. He ready to fight. He's looking around. We're thinking that it's this is like a, dunch, 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 yeah. dunch. Just yeah. once again, we on Mission Impossible. Yeah, it's like that, that, you know, that's, the, that's I, what's dunch, been said. That's the dunch, dunch, dunch. <laughs> that's the theme that's been said. Like, listen, yeah, get in there, get out. No, if, if you see somebody, yeah. hurry up, get out of the car. All right, all right, all right. pull off the car, it's going exciting. downtown. Looking back and forth, someone's pulling up. Let's, you know, yeah, we hey. thought that. Listen, we in our mind, this thing was some serious. So the friend gets her and gets on the road and, um, <laughs> and, and heads down to the Greyhound station. Okay. Now, mind you, I don't even realize they didn't even have a Greyhound ticket yet. Yeah, I'm sure. So they were so I had my friend sitting there for hours while they raised the money on the on 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 Sean Davy Way and King Payne's platform oh, wow. to, to 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 raise the money. Oh wow! <laughs> to get a to get a two hundred fifty dollar uh, Greyhound ticket. God damn, things you don't know. Um, okay, so uh, they get her down here, uh, and she comes to your house. Or? No, she she goes to Jaguar. Okay, so she goes. She takes Jaguar. the Greyhound. Jaguar picks her up and 
that's, that was the last I had heard from for a while. Okay. Um, I believe she came like like really the next day and we knocked the interview out. Um, of course, y'all could go look at that interview if need be. Um, and then, of course, I believe uh, Jaguar had more plans as far as to do uh, uh, just, you know, show the Keep It Being podcast with her. Um, but as I was asking, you said it, where did it, where did it kind of go weird for you and Jag? Uh, so when she got, when she went to the police station and got arrested again, I found out that she got arrested and, uh, wait, she didn't got arrested so many times. Yeah, I got go to get the time together. Like, what, what, hell. Yeah, I think they just just arrested her. Like, hey, what the fuck? Uh, Yeah, so I actually um, had went to her house and got her medication and brought it to the station. She said she didn't want to take any medication, right? So I end up going back home and then um, because I I I couldn't um, I was I was I was trying to help to make sure that she did not end up going to lose Derek. So I was trying to figure out like what was going on, this, that, the other, right? So then the next day I talked to Regina. She's on her way to get a to to do the, to uh, pay her bond the I next see. morning, you know, she would because I was like, and I had brought the medication down there because I was like, dude, I know I wouldn't want to be awake uh, in no jail, and I'm, I know, and hey. I'm most most of that medication that they give you puts you to sleep. So I was Remind like, you, take, you know, uh, Legina's here by the way. I don't know if the people know yeah. Legina's here. <laughs> Legina, I want to ask. I gotta ask you, and you know, you don't get it on camera, nothing, but you went and paid her bond. Why, why did you pay her bond? If you don't mind asking. Because she went out her way to get me out of Detroit. But it turns out it was Genesis the whole time, her her connections. But, you know, I felt bad for her. She looked out for me. And, you know, that was my first time bailing anybody out. So I didn't know how. That was your first time going through the process of bailing somebody out. How much was the bail? Um, I think it was $150. I didn't have to pay the full amount, so. It was one fifty. Our bail was fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. Ten percent of that in Texas. Yeah, one fifty. And I had, I was like the, uh, I had to put my address, but both of my. Yeah, you got to put your home where you stay. Because she, because she couldn't use her house. Why couldn't she use her home address? Um, they just needed like three people, three references. Oh, three references, right? So I was, I had to like, so I gave my address, another one of my addresses, and then she had the home address. So she was bonded to like three different places, two different places of mine that I had, and then that one. So as far as um, she's bonded out, um, she must have felt you did something wrong, or no? Yeah, but say because why? Why she does... came to my house right after she got out of jail? Oh, did, did y'all? What y'all had some words? We got into it because wow. I was telling her because when she was in jail. Now it was a whole thing that went down with her mom and make sure that they didn't have they had no groceries and everything like that. And Tokyo Tony got involved and they helped out to make sure her mom and them ate and stuff like that, you know. So uh, Genesis was the one that was helping like me get a jag out since day one. So she been telling me th- uh, things about Genesis behind her back. So she already been had a problem with her. Can't do that, man. That's you know yeah. that's the person who helped get you. So you you had allegiances to yeah. two people that you didn't know, and now you're like kind of. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. So when so when she went to go when when Gina went to go bail Jaguar out, I had her come to my house because I was like, well, you know, it's a lot going on, you know what I'm saying? So she came to my house and you know, uh I had her like, you know, kind of, you know, well, you know, I'm a, okay, by the way, I'm a Santero. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yes. I'm yes. a priest, that's, right? Yeah, that's in it, yeah, the Lukumi religion. That's, that's and um I'm I was in my year in white. 
So anybody normally that comes around me has to be like has to, especially when you have a lot of like negativity. So I was like, there's a lot of negativity going on. So maybe we should like, I had her go take a spiritual bath. You know what I'm saying? And I get, put her in some white clothes. And when Jag got out the next day, you know, I had her. She was um, drunk, drinking and stuff online and was um, talking to people online. And I like, man, I said, Jack, get off of, get off of, um, off of there, you know, talking like that. And just come over to my house. And she came to my house. She like stayed outside for a second, fell asleep. Then she came inside. The next day I was trying to get her to go see the Baba Lao. The reason why I was trying to do that is because the, um, the governess had put out a thing. This lady named the governess. She was a person that actually uh, predicted Mo 3's death. Yes. And was, I think she was like a spiritual advisor for Mo 3 or something. I remember that. Yeah, I know who you're talking and about. And at some point, she was also working with Jaguar Wright. I'm not sure what happened between them. But the governess had put out a warning to Jaguar that, sh that she needed Legina to send her back to Detroit, this, that, the other, with the... Uh, with, um, Goomba or you're you know or you just that the other you know what I'm saying and the next day she's in jail right so I'm like girl you need to go see the bubble out because that lady put a spell on a hex on you and stuff and she's a witch or something I'm not sure whether she's a witch or she's practicing voodoo or what what she practices but I'm like whatever she's putting on you it's very ironic that the day that you and Tokyo Tony get to talking about that and what she did the next day you're in jail at the you go up to the police station and you end up in jail very ironic. The next day. Next day. I mean, you can't, you can't walk, you can't leave the police station. You can't just say, "Let me get out of here. Let me control my temper and my emotions and just yeah, walk out." Yeah, because when you start, when people start putting work on you, it, it messes with your thoughts. Yeah, it's internal. Thought. Yeah, it's not yeah. like it's not outwardly. It's inner. It's yeah. It's so in that, so that shut, so I'm not sure what the governor said is that at some point Jack had tried to kill her or something like that. I'm not sure oh, wow. what she did, but I'm not sure if she had did some work. You know. But the governors felt like that Jag had targeted her a certain way, and so she had it out for Jag. So she put work on Jag, and she admits to putting work on Jag and Goomba, so that Goomba and Jag could be separated, and then Goomba and Legina could be separated, and then basically, yeah. So, so at this point, um, you said witch doctors, uh, mafia, the government, Jay Z. There's a lot of people. It's a lot of people against Jaguar. Like, yeah, like at this time. Like, yeah. Man. So I'm like, you need to go see a Baba Lao because you got to get, you got like, okay. So a Baba Lao in Ifa religion, okay, let's get into that, is is called, is basically, um, he is, you have Arumila who, in our religion, who is the, 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 the Orisha of divination, right? And Orisha is like the, these basically forces of nature, right? So the force of divination, right? And what happens is that what we believe is that when you come on this earth, you were given a destiny and you have a specific, like you, you were told everything that was going to happen in your life. But when you came on this earth, you forgot. So what divination does is help you remember and to keep you on path and tell you whether you're on path or off path. So I'm like, you are clearly off path. Uh, clearly, this is not the right. You need to go see a Baba Lao so you can get on path. You know, that didn't work. the next day, she the work, the work that that lady did was too strong. I was not, I couldn't get her to go see the Baba Lao. Okay, so wait, y'all had an argument. So we had a full argument and I'm in my year in white. So I'm still a new priest. You know, I'm like a baby in the religion, right? Yes. Like it's almost like if you get born again and you're supposed to be a, you just now starting to learn about, you know, it's the same thing in the art, but we're, but we have a whole year in white where we're like restricted to, you know, certain things. You have to wear white all the time. Long story. So I'm not allowed to, I'm not even allowed to argue or 
or anything, but she she got me out of character because she started going off because she was trying to teach Legina how to sing, and I'm trying to get her to see the Bible out. And I'm like, dude, you, you, your your priorities, like, you can teach her how to sing anytime. You got work being done on you. You're getting put in jail. You need to go see a Baba Lao to find out if, what work she has done and what she needs to do to get it off of you. Yeah. But she was not. She was not down. She was not trying to hear it. So she just walked, stormed out and saying, F "No, you? she cussed me out and and uh, you you like a fool. Look at you. Look at everybody. We're live right now, Genesis. We're live. Oh, you you were live at the time. She was live teaching Legina how to sing. And, and the I argument was, like, was going on live. We uh, the Baba Lao is seventy five years old. You know, we're gonna respect his time." If he says he's gonna like do something, we gotta like be there on time, right? Yes. We're live. Oh man. I'm teaching her how to sing. She's oh, learning man. how to sing. Like I'm like, dude, who gives a fuck about her singing so, when you got all this witchcraft and shit being done to you and you're going crazy going to the a police station and going to jail and you got something put on you that I found out now is like supposed to like help her make her spiral unless she go I mean she probably could get it removed. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, she got something put on her that's going to have her spiraling down. So, and she don't even realize it. I'm trying to get it off of her, but I'm the enemy. I'm the bad guy. Does that make it harder when the argument is live? Because, again, um, when you put things on the Internet for the world to consume, it's hard to take back something that was said privately. Do you think that kind of really messed it up, like, just because it was on the Internet that she was saying these things or just having words about you and with you? Honey, I, I didn't even care. I, I was seeing <laughs> red at that point, you know, because I'm like, dude, she was yelling at me in my own house. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? I'm trying to like not argue with her because I'm not supposed to argue during my year in white. I'm supposed to keep a, uh, you know, docile. E yeah, I gotta stay Iwapale. Keep yeah. you know, all this. Keep calm, right? Yes. And, and not get. <laughs> she trying. She, she she pushing it. Honey, I who you, you know what I'm saying? And I have a t my, look. <laughs> my head, Orisha, is Oya, and Oya is like a fiery. I'm a very. Uh, Fiery person, I, like yeah. I don't like will go off. I'm a Gemini. I will fly, I will flip out. You know what I'm saying? And I had to control all that. I'm like, dude, whoo! You know, I had to leave my own house. Came right. back, she was still there, oh. but I, you know, and then she still said some old bullshit to me. <laughs> oh, and I'm man. like, okay, uh, okay, Jag. Okay, so I'm assuming she ends up leaving, and the Jaguar goes off to do her own thing. I think the uh, they, they go they to, they go to Arizona. Music. They oh. made some music, made another song, you know, with, uh, she made some song with Shaka and them. Yes, they, she did. She and it did. turned out, it was pretty good, you know what I'm saying? I I'm glad, that, I'm glad that I was able to step away for that magic to happen. Okay. This is before she went to uh, Arizona for a little while in the car situation? Or just after the car? That was, that was uh, after. Okay. Um, well, Gina, you weren't in, no, that was, because, yeah, that was after. Okay, yeah, so that was all that. In that situation, I'm going to leave that over there because that was a whole. Yeah, I think that Arizona and Chicago are connected, right? Yeah, that, I think that, that, that was, it was all, yeah, it was. The reason why she ended up in Chicago and Detroit was because of the car blew up in Arizona, right? Yeah, it had to go. Yeah, so yeah. that whole thing was all. That um, so at this point, uh, Jaguar, you know, she's doing her thing. Again, um, you know, we talked to her a couple more times. Uh, and I just have to ask you because she does end up getting, uh, you know, Going to jail in Louisiana as far as moving around uh, while she was, you know, in a, I think she was in a, a hotel pool or something, and they ended up coming to grab her and taking her away. And um, that was when I think, uh, I think her, her and her husband was really on the outs. Uh, they was really going back and forth and, you know, kind of just, just, you know, just going back and forth. And it was like really just kind of getting crazy. Uh, where did you have, 
any thoughts or any play into like what was going on then? Were you just like kind of removed from it all? Like, hey, I'm still over here. Uh, Jaguar, good luck over there. Basically. And, you know, I, we were cool. We was, we was all right. We was distance though. It was like, yeah. we cool, but we, we cool here. We don't, we don't cool. <laughs> we, we cool. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> so she doing her thing. I'm doing my thing. So Gina still kept in touch with me, there you know? You um, and I guess she started to feel uncomfortable with what was going on with yes. the whole street. Because Gina was moving around with Jack. Yeah, now, yeah. Uh, and I think Jack learned Gina to go to Shreveport with her. Yes. And Gina didn't feel comfortable with going to Shreveport. Yeah. yeah. She didn't want to stay and she didn't like Shreveport. I mean, Actually, Legina, you can explain to yourself. Yeah, like, uh, Legina, I'm going to bring you back on for a quick second. Uh, how was your time <laughs> in Shreveport moving around with Jack? Man, it was intense. It was intense because I was around when Gooba was around. So I seen their relationship. I, it just, me and her was, you know, starting to get into it with each other. So I just didn't appreciate it. And I felt like it was, because she, her enemies was my enemies at that point And all that paranoia stuff, I, I was intense. I was tired of it and her drama so I reached out to Genesis and I'm like yo um can I come stay with you because I feel like me and Jaguar we're gonna argue and I don't want it to get to that point but I I, I know myself so I might just you know notify her so I'm like you know I gotta go I gotta go so it just got more worried with her you know like how she did treat it doing but she was trying to talk to me crazy and I had to talk to her crazy and all that so me and her, I reached out to Genesis because we were still cool, despite uh, her trying to make me and her not talk to each other because I did appreciate everything Genesis did for me. And Genesis did a lot for both of us. She did a lot for all of us, her mom, her son. She did a lot for us. And I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't, she's a friend to me. So no matter what you say about her, she was a friend to me. So I'm like, you know, so she said I can. So I was still in Shreveport. So I ended up just... We got into it that same day. I feel like she was trying to do some weird work on me. Cause Jack at that point was dealing with candles, right? Yeah, she was. She was doing. She wanted me to pick up something from her room because she ended up having like a get in a different room. And then I'm. She was like, "I want you to go get it." I'm like, "I'm not about to stop what I'm doing. Go get it." So her son ended up getting it. So getting a candle, and then he was like, "If you, you know what? If my son get hurt because of you, and da 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 da." And I'm like, "What? What are you talking about? <laughs> like?" Right, so get hold, from was, touching the candle. Right, but she, I think she, we was in New Orleans, so she probably had work done somewhere. And I'm like, I, from all your drama, I'm like, yeah, you probably did something. So she was taking nude baths with the candles. Uh, I seen her mom like busting. She got angry with her. Was that going on? Yeah. Um, so she ended up like, you remember the alarm that kept happening? She kept lighting them incense, and it was messing with our sleep. And then it was just. A lot going on and I feel like she would just she would have us go outside somewhere in there like some water some side of the road somewhere and just look at people going live like I'm like I can't do this like I can't watch you look at other people talk about you and your relationship and stuff like that like so it was just getting weirder and weirder so I'm like nah she getting kind of crazy so your goal was of course um to just get back to something more normal for you uh Genesis I'm assuming she reached out to you and said could I come yeah. And you said, go ahead and come. Sure. And yeah. as you see, she's you're, she's still here. Uh, yeah. Very sane. Very, you know, very normal. Right. Um, so thank, you know, uh, you know, you reached out. And it's it's very hard when people don't have someone to reach out to or don't know who to reach out to and just get a yes. Like, can I get, I know there's people right now just in crazy situations. Like, I have no one to call and go to. 
um, and you're being there, which um, which going to take us to the next part of this, which I want to talk about, you know, kind of the way you brought in people of even carbonation. But before we get there, um, Jaguar did actually have an extended stay in Louisiana and then come back to Lusteric. And then she got out. And of course, um, she's now out in the world. Have y'all had any contact since uh, in regards? Is there anything that you have y'all try to you know, do anything? No, she's mad because I was the one who I was the one who called the police to, to get her arrested. So basically what happened is, is that my name was on the bond. She began to talk, say something when, when Regina decided she did not want to stay with her no more. And she came back to town. Now, meanwhile, she dropped her, her mom and her son off at my house and said, I'm going to get my husband. I didn't know whether she was going to... Like going to get him back or going yeah, to... going to get him back. Now, oh. remind, they're, they're apart from each other. He's at his... I thought he was at his mom's house. But come to find out, I guess his her husband... She went to a lake, and I guess the husband was at the lake, met her at the lake. But I didn't know that. So I work, the mom is sick. She's tired because they've been driving on the road all day long. She wants to go home. We're calling her. She's like not answering the phone, nothing like that. I don't know what's going on. So I end up having to bring her mom and her son to her house out there. And we didn't know whether the lights were off or anything like that. Because they were they were supposed to get evicted. They knew they was going to get evicted, right? Yeah, they had some time for them. They had like a small amount of time to like get it together and get out there, get out of there and move wherever they were going to move to. So, Regina decided, well, I'm going to stay with you. I'm not going to go to the house with them. So, I dropped her mom and her son off. Regina decided to come with me back to my house. Jaguar comes back to get to get the her mom and everybody like that. Now... Imagine, I, I didn't even know she was coming back because she made all of them take all their clothes and everything and unpack yeah. them. So I don't know whether she, they, she was going to come back and unpack and stay at my house. Or I don't know what's going on. Right. It might have been that they was going to, like, they were yeah, unpacking. Yeah, the communication wasn't because there. Because the, the, they probably were getting evicted. They probably didn't know. And they probably needed to stay at my house. Yeah, but the but communication nobody was communi there. telling me yeah. nothing. You know, I wouldn't have turned them away. That's your mom. Right, right. Turn your, I'm your sure she didn't want to have to stay there, but, you know, it's... Yeah, yeah, who knows? Who Most knows? of my friends know that I'm the one that, if anything happens, that they can come and. You know right. what I'm saying? That that's the, unfortunately like the, the person that I tend to be. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, I'm going through it. Let me call Monica. You know, so she knew that. So that's probably what she probably was thinking, and that's fine. But the mom, her mom was like, "No, I want to go back to the, the house." Right. So I took him back, and then that that whole thing with that, she probably felt. Like I had double crossed her in some kind of way, or I don't know. But really, that's really what happened. So that's it. And then, uh, and, but she, she began to at that point start to badmouth my child's father, say that I was there and I, I killed my child's father. She told us so we never was friends and this, that, the other. I don't know why you, I don't know why you uh, put yourself on my, you know, bond. We was never, you know, just talking shit. She's talking. Yeah, bad I started seeing shit. the hashtags with your name coming out. I'm like, yeah, oh, wow. she started wow. talking shit about me, like our own thing, and just being a bitch. And I'm like, dude, what? Like, I, I don't know who you think. I am. Right. So did you throw your so hands you up? You gonna say point? all this shit about me? I'm not gonna do nothing. Like, I mean, you gonna oh, I'll just talk about me. People like people think I'm a pushover. You got me fucked up. Like, dude, you don't get to say all that shit on yeah, what? Not. So like, take my name about this shit. Right. How do I remove my name about this bond? Right. They said that she had to be arrested. I said okay. Ah, so they thought. So she's sitting in that pool. They thought it was King World. That, well, uh, King World and them was followed. They, oh, they knew had where the she, they, oh, yeah, they, had they find people. Yeah, they Carmen Sandiego. Exactly. They find people. So, yeah, and they yeah. was online talking about her whereabouts. And I contacted King World. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Where's she at? Yeah. And I found out, you know, said, okay, well, this is where she is. Remove my goddamn name off of this shit. 
Because okay. you don't get to talk shit about me, and I'm, a, I'm and I'm the reason why you're even. Why you're even? I'm, I'm I'm like a witness on some shit. Yeah. I'm I'm ta- I'm, I'm I'm sending money to, to bread to your moms. I'm I'm the one helping out. I'm but I'm not your friend, or we not friends. So what the fuck is that? Now now she didn't did the same thing to other people. Oh, people that got her out again, and she didn't try to set them up or some stupid. I don't even know if it's true or not, but yeah, but you've been removed from the situation. And, yeah, I'm, no. I'm off. I'm out. Her of mom, it. I think, had, went back up north. Her son went to stay back with God her dad. Bless I think her. she's moved on, and God bless her. You haven't had no contact with her since. No. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, with that being said, yeah, no, definitely God bless them all. Uh, God bless the situation. I hate again. We were at such a high. Uh, and then all so of a sudden, much could have been done. So much could have been done, and then the Streetport incident uh, just kind of things just went so left, and uh, I hate that. I hate that. Um, I do uh, too because you know I don't I don't like to uh, fail, right? At like, anything I do, you know. You know we only got saying? so much time in this world. Like, put time into something that just fails. You, you, you wanted know? you wanted to you wanted to actually you know because that the whole documentary was really the thing. Yeah. And then she ended up talking shit about my daughter in the documentary, and I mean, like, really? Oh man. Um, so she told me, telling people that, I, uh, what'd she say? You don't even tell your daughter about her father. Uh, you know, she gets his dead voice. Yeah, yeah. You don't even tell her about your father. Uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I can see. I can see. You know what I'm saying? Um, and we are going to touch on the documentary, but before we get there, um, she does that. She calls me toots now. Oh, toots. Yeah. That's the new thing. Toots. Where'd that come from? I don't know. <laughs> Everything goes to a movie. It's like The Wizard of Oz. Like yeah. I think that's 1920s, like Mel's, Mel's Diner. Yeah, like, <laughs> hey, touch. You know, like, dude, what, what film was you watching? Black and white over the week while you was in jail. Was it like the black and white film? Um, it was a TC. All uh, right, TCM, Turner Classic Movie Night. Yeah. I, I, no, I just picture her like with some chewing gum with her hand on her head. Yeah, what's going on, Tuts? Dick Tracy. You know, chewing, <laughs> chewing gum and shit. Oh, my God. Uh, action comics. Um, all right, so I will say this, uh, because you did bring Legina back into the fold and uh, take care of her. That, that has been your nature. Um, before we even talk about carbonation, as far as you kind of bring them in, what, what is that about your nature as far as being able to help people in need and giving them a place to stay? Because most people don't like people in their, in their comfort zone, in their home. But you have been able to allow people, and we're going to go all the way through there, but allow not only the Carbonation members, but uh, from Jaguar, Goomba, Legina, like you allow people in your home. What is that about you that is so receiving of people in your personal space? I don't know. You know what? It's, you know what it is? Is that I have always been, my house has always been the house that people come to and hang out at and do this. Even when I was in Detroit, yeah, I was like the place where everybody. Like, hey, you got to go home now. You yeah, just what? <laughs> you just. You just and like what happened is is that like uh for 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 a lot of like i've been homeless before mm. i was a you homeless, didn't say that. when i was a, a you gotta kid. go through it to know it yeah like so when i was when i was like you know 13 years old my my uh my my stepfather was was he was a crackhead oh, <laughs> and he was cooking some crack or something like that on the stove and burned our whole house thing down you know what i'm oh, saying and so people helped me I was like a street kid. People like gave me somewhere to go. You know what I'm saying? Like my parents were living in a van, and I and I would play, and people would give me somewhere. Like they wouldn't just let me just be out yeah, there like that. You, so you've seen people help. I've I've and you lived, know that feeling of 
and Having when I left people. the military, you know what I'm saying? They just kick your ass out. The, yeah. When they when it's time to go out the military, they Good don't luck. be like, oh, let me just set you up with a nice apartment. It's like prison. They open, open up the open gate. The gate. Yeah, like, <laughs> back, and let with. me get that idea off of you <laughs> so you never come back again. Like, don't don't come back to the base. Don't oh, man. You know what I'm saying? And it'd be in the hood. They, like, let you out. Most military bases by the hood, they let you out in the hood. People, you know what I'm saying? Music and shit going like Hip hop music playing and stuff. You know like the, the scene when everybody's showing the car come by, bass and bars, right by. Like, are you looking around with your? You got your military bag and it's like, got to figure it out, man. So I'm just curious um, for the carbonation situation. Um, uh, Shaka, um, I believe Shaka, from what I know, Shaka, his family, uh, Solar Velvet have been at your house. Yeah. Any other carbonation members? No. No, okay. Just this, those, and in all situations, like so, Shaka and and, and uh, Solar were friends. Are friends? Velvet and Azine are friends. But I think that also the thing happened with where Velvet had at one point dealt with them before. So there was like a whole thing going on where they were really in communication with each other. So when they when their relationship got messed up, but Shock is in touch with everybody from Carbonation. Yes, he is. He said that he was. So it's um, like you know. What, so what are your thoughts on Carbonation? First, did you have did you have knowledge of them from years ago? Yeah. Uh, what were your them. thoughts about Nature Boy, the Carbonation situation, just in general? I I think it like. It's a shame. It could have been so much. It could have been something. So you thought it was a good thing that was happening? It could have been something. If the if, if Nature Boy wasn't a narcissist and they actually did the, what he was saying when he first set out to do, like go live off nature and go like and and and, and live uh, uh, in a in a clot in a what, what when he first started it was not car carbonation, it was called melanation. Yeah, melanation, yes. And it was about living off grid and living closer to the equator and not in the sun and taking care of your body and this, that, the other. Now that's when he if it would have stayed that yeah. and not gotten weird and, and sex cultish and all that other crazy stuff, that that actually could have worked. So you could see like a thousand people out there in the jungle. You could have saw that. Or you well, think it, it, it only work in a small group of people? Um, probably different groups. Okay, you know, people yeah, people in Africa do it all the time. Yeah, there's tribes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like. I think that so that's a tribe. It could have worked. Um, that's why I was interested. It was it intrigued me, and I followed it. You know what I'm saying? Right. From when he first started off, all the way till he got arrested, I actually followed the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, but to me, it just started to take a weird turn, and like people started to like, okay, well, this this is abuse, and I started to see them. They couldn't get on the plane because they underarms were stinking and all kind of weird stuff yeah. and all, you know just kind of it got like more dramatic and, and really yeah. crazy. Yeah. Then when he, then he telling everybody to poop on the tree and and yeah. I actually had called him like he said they would make them say you you have to give your give your give your um what do you say give it to the earth give it back to the earth and you find a tree instead of going to the bathroom you go to find a tree and, and poop on it. Which is I guess makes sense. I mean animals do it. Uh, cows shit. In the field and in the it field. fertilizes the ground. I guess uh, I don't think human shit is the same because cows eat. Honestly, grass. I personally don't know where the shit go uh, when I he, when I humans eat other cold, flesh. Right? Cows eat grass, <laughs> so it's like basically eating and, and re re putting the grass back into the ground. Uh, human beings eat cows. meat and like yeah. yeah. So I don't think that this putting the cow back in the it's, ground is poisonous. If we if we poop yeah. on that, it's gonna probably die. That's real. I can see so, that. So. <laughs> like no, it's not the same. I can see that. I can see that. Hey, even though they must be supposedly vegetarian and all, that, not like the concept could have been great. Right. 
how it turned out. And it's, it was actually, to me, like an interesting like uh, case study, right? No, it is. I'm all about the psychology of human beings. Yeah, me too. So I'm watching this stuff go down. I, I was like, hey, honey, I had my popcorn. Every time they would go on live, I was like, man, this is crazy yeah, is. as hell. So when they invited a white woman in there, were you like, wow, the Melanation then turned to... They had a few white people there. I know. It, that then the BBC came and, and they they got their white lady. They said, no, we're yeah. not, we're <laughs> not <laughs> fixing to do that. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. no, no, uh, no. Not with Sue. Mm-mm. So, of course, you know, uh, Nature Boy's in jail. Um, he got hit with a bunch of charges. Um, people, I guess they say they escaped um, or, you know, however it was. It just, it went left. Um, how did you get? He started getting weird at the end. Well, he was already weird. Well, no, Jonathan said he started drinking. Hennessy started getting involved. And that oh. really unleashed the beast. Well, um, he already had a beast because he had already beat on his yeah, no. mama. So it was, uh, already, yeah, it was already, already going on. Um, inside, you know what I'm saying? It's just the Hennessy, you, you're, you're able to hide it like yeah. when the camera's on. But the alcohol makes you your true nature and out of character and your decision making go out the door. I, and I think they, they got that fentanyl weed. When, he went, when they went to, um, uh, to Atlanta. Yeah, they might have. Because he started acting crazy. You don't he think had them dr- painting stuff on their face. Three, 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 three. You don't and think making that- up these, like, doing all this kind of weird stuff. I'm like, what is going on? They went on Sonetter TV, y'all. Now, Sonetter TV is a huge platform, right? And instead of, like, them doing something that really makes sense, they up there, three, 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 three. three. <laughs> they would ask them a question, and Sonetter would ask them, because, you know, Sonetter is all about scholarship yes, and, like, like, breaking it down, having debates about yeah, religion. Real com- Educational and they went up there and act like a bunch of fools up there. That'll do it. That'll do it. It'll make it'll put the eyes on them. Like, okay, we gotta see what the hell's going on over here. I don't think I think people thought they was a joke after that. Like, really? Oh, that that was the that was when it started to decline. Okay. Because it stopped being about what, you know, it was more entertaining when he, he I think that when he 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 started started to try to make it about entertainment, that's when it started to not be entertaining anymore. It's like, dude. When you guys are just being yourself and actually really trying to be the knowledge and stuff like that and was failing at it, people were more interested right. in that. But when you're trying to come when over here When you showed me the, show, the videos, um, and again, I don't know what the time frame that happened, but when I seen him like having, you know, him telling I can have these men hit each other, uh, they'll carry me to my bath, watch this man rub my feet. And that's when I started saying, whoa, this, he is, was kinda, trying to stage this is very too, cultish. He was trying to stage it too damn hard. He, I think all that shit was staged. Yeah. And he was trying too hard to be to go viral. Every I moment he was trying to do was trying to like blow it up and try to make it more sensationalized. Yeah, that COVID money. And if he would have, right, if he would have just stuck to his original uh, thing, he still, he wouldn't even be, I don't even think he, well, I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. I don't know where to be. Because it was too weird. It was like too much, uh, they was beating each other's ass and, and fighting each other and make he was getting other women to beat each other up and so I think he was doing that even when they was doing the knowledge. So um, yeah, once you start putting babies in certain people, it's like okay, all right, oh, yeah. wait a minute now. Right, right. Oh, Why do all the gurus start getting freaky? Yeah, man, all the gurus get freaky at some point, and it's always gurus. some we weird gotta, freaky shit. We got to do a case study on that. Like, why do the, like they be up until a point then? The then they just, get freakiness. Yeah, it's like the it's freakiness. Like, they say, you know what? I'm at the top of my thing. The freakiness got to come out. I got to come out. Freaky, baby. Like, they got to like, freaky, freak me, baby. It'd be a song. Like, I can't go back. Right. I, I, go I, back. I like, got to get freaky with it. I'm, I'm here not, now. It's too much knowledge and too much spirit. Right. Right. It's some freakiness got to creep its way into it. Every cult leader gets freaky. history and see like just how freaky shit got with every cult leader. Every single cult leader. I swear to gosh, every one. 
got some freaky. They always demise by the freakiness. They, they, they'll have everybody on their side. And then all of a sudden, some freaky little wild freakiness that'll start kicking in. They start doing and some weird go, stuff, making people uncomfortable. They get it, doing it, weird stuff with their followers. It. They can't control it. Just go. It gets a little crazy. Um. So I have to ask then. Uh, how did you and Shaka link up? Was it through music? Uh, was it through just? Bigo? I I met him on Bigo okay. because it was during COVID, and I was actually in the hospital. Um, I damn near died having a baby. Um, yeah. And it was during the, the, the winter freeze, you know, uh, it was like for two weeks, we didn't have like, we didn't have no lights or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? And right. so um, I didn't realize my blood pressure was like 200 over 100. So I started having chest pains. And so I went to the hospital and um, my, they were like, oh, <laughs> you are about to have a seizure. You know what I'm saying? You're about to see, you're about to die. You know, a stroke, seizure. So they started putting pads around. Cause I'm like, and I'm the whole time, I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I, I, I'm good. I, we don't have to do this now. We don't, we don't. <laughs> Cause I'm like, they, we gotta take that baby. They're like, yeah. no, 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 no. Let's, I'll be all right. I don't feel, I'm fine. Right. Look at me. I, I, I said, get up right, right now. They're like, no, <laughs> you're about to die. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Crazy. They started padding up the thing around my head. So for this seizure that was about to kick in, that if my blood pressure goes up one more inch, that this seizure is about it's, to kick in right wow. here. And so I had to have an a emergency C-section. I had to deliver the baby. He was only like seven months. That's why I wasn't trying to, I was only seven months, you know? Wow. So while I was in the hospital, I was in ICU for two weeks. So only thing I, my inner, and, and I had COVID. Oh, God. shit. Okay. So yeah, I yeah. had COVID. My baby was getting born and my blood pressure preeclampsia. Yeah. Yeah. So I was oh in ICU God. for like two weeks. And what Shaka was? Uh, they were on Bigo. Okay. So you and that was my to... entertainment, just watching Bigo. So I'm just curious, real quick. Um, uh, I mean, you already said why Shaka came out. You were able to provide him a place to kind of uh, a refuge. Um, you had mentioned that Solar and Velvet both did an interview um, up here the same day. Um, what uh, you told him not to do the interview. You said, hey, uh, y'all shouldn't do this interview. Yeah. I'm curious, uh, why not? Why, did, why didn't you want them to do that interview? Um, because one, it wasn't, um, they, first of all, they didn't have any reason. No, go ahead. They didn't have any reason to do the interview. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, first of all, they had they weren't selling nothing. There, there was nothing really to be. There's nothing that they built. To, like I, I feel like if you're if you have if you're gonna be putting yourself out there, you need to have like something, a reason that you're doing it. You know yes. what I'm saying? On top of that, I felt like um, it was too pre, it was too premature. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they yeah. had just broken up, and she they wasn't even the only reason why he came. He found out that she was pregnant, and so they had they were still like on the outs. And we're still they, trying to repair their relationship. Did they stay at your house at any point in time? For two days, they stayed at my house. You were, know, they getting, so, were they getting freaky in your house? Or did you hear it? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, don't know. I wouldn't doubt it. I know. He was really? like, I can't wait till she get here. Oh, man. <laughs> Find a corner. <laughs> right. That, that's where they were in a corner, in like a little small room. Oh, that's man, why. Man. But no, I hope not because... It, the children was in the, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In there with them. So on, I hope that on. they wasn't doing those. But things. you say he found out that she was pregnant? Um, yeah. And so, you know, everything was actually going good. I thought she, I had put her in touch with her mother 
and all kind of stuff. And, well, no, I didn't put her in touch with her mother. She is, she was in touch with her mother. I was trying to encourage her to like, you know, get on her feet, do this, do that. And then it's almost like when she found out she was pregnant, it's almost like all that went out the, the window. You know what I'm saying? And I think that she probably felt pressured to try to make it work with him because she was pregnant. That's it. And that's an easy thing because I've, I've been it. through that before. You got to You got to want to. And plus, again, when they did an interview, um, he looked like he was wanting to uh, really be there for her kids with Nature Boy's um, uh, daughter. Uh, it, it looked like he wanted to be there. You know, like, hey, this is the new family. But I understand what you said about prematurely. It was too premature. It's like you, you guys just got into it. You know what I'm saying? And there was a whole thing that happened the night before, before. so before. you know, to me, I was like, you know, maybe that's not a good idea to be jumping on the platform. Y'all don't have no real um, nothing to push, nothing to like. What it's reason, not stable. What's the reason, yeah. What's you're married, so is she. Yeah, you got to. So that's that's already with the. What are y'all doing? You know what I'm saying? Then, like, get a divorce first. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, how about that? You know, and then be together for a little bit of time. Then if y'all want to come back, the platform's still gonna be here. Hey, man. Then y'all do it. Okay. Well, let me introduce our children, and we've been together for a year. We both got divorced. Now you've got something to talk about. And then here, here's our platform. It's been up, and we've been doing this, doing that. Here's our website. Now you got something to talk about. But this the whole thing was just all like happening in in chaos. So to me, to go on a platform when you're in the middle of chaos is just not. It doesn't. It's like, what are you, what are you doing? Damn and then two two weeks later, you've broken you've broken up, and y'all hate each other. And now you got this thing out here where you guys looking like you guys are a big old happy family and love in love with each other. But you can already see on her face if you actually watch the interview, it, the, her facial expression didn't look happy. It looked it looked sad and it's mad. <laughs> you, it was mad. exuding like like. Uh, uncomfortableness and all type of things I was seeing. When all I, when type I of things, man. Well, again, I, I wish the best for them. Um, I, I do want to give you an opportunity to um, uh, discuss, you know, again, we talked about a doc, doing a documentary uh, for Batem. Um, can you discuss for those people who may be at home and not know who your child's father was and um, just as far as the uh, the overall uh, thing you were trying to, you're going to push and what you're going to do and kind of everything that you were trying to put forward there. Can you let the people know who even Batin was as far as the world who may not know? So Batin was a part of a group called Slum Village. And if you ever heard of uh, Slum Village, Slum Village was a part of, it was a three-person group with Jay Dilla, Batins, and, uh, and T3. And you had uh, Elzai who, who, who um, joined the group when Jay Dilla passed away. Jay Dilla was a really well-known producer who was... Uh, Known for work with Tribe Called Quest, Erica Badu, a bunch of different artists like even Janet Jackson. He he made the song, uh, the beat to uh, "Got Till It's Gone." You know, you don't know what you got. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He did the beat for that. You know, he's done a lot of great stuff like with Far Side. Yeah, he did beats for them. So Jay Dilla is a really prolific producer, and you know his like I think that he he like he should have been got his flowers. You know. Um, well, he's getting his flowers now. I think Quest Love is doing a documentary about him, and so we we um, we saw that Quest Love was going to do a documentary on him, and so we were like, well, you know, we should do a documentary on Batin. Now, Batin was one of the original members of Slum Village, and he was actually a really well-known MC who um, could rap in Hebrew, ancient exactly. rap in Hebrew and different languages and stuff like that. Uh, he was really into metaphysics, and and he was like the spiritual 
kind of they were a part of this thing called the Order of Divine Reality, where they like really, really into like metaphysics and tantra and, and the Kabbalah and different like things like that. So when he first, uh, when when Slum Village came out, they were like kind of like a conscious group. But he also had like a lot a lot of enlightenment. No, definitely very 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 talented. Um, uh, what was the cause of his passing? Um, well. When I first, at first it was uh, undecided, undecided, undeclared, but eventually they they put it as a cocaine overdose. I see. Yeah. Um, Was that prevalent in his life as far as, uh, like, you know? No, he was a spiritual person, but I think the music industry, like, I think that the influences, you know, people, because, you know, when you know that that backstage life, you're gonna run into people, you know, with you know different substances and things like that, like that you normally wouldn't. You go overseas, people are doing stuff. You're trying out, looking, do things, this, this, that, the other, you know. So, I think that uh, just from being um, in different places, especially overseas, overseas will get you. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, uh, <laughs> they'll, push, get you, yeah. they'll get you. They'll get you experimenting on some stuff sometimes. Yeah, because so. you're already experimenting going over there. Yeah, the whole the whole. The whole Going overseas is an experiment for yeah. a person born in the states. So I've heard stories about him being overseas. That's part of the reason why I wanted to go into the document, do the documentary, so people could understand him beyond just like, okay, that you know, this is this person was a, a dancer. He was a great singer, writer, rapper. Like he was not a drug addict. You know what I'm saying? Now what happened? I think his mental illness kicked in, probably due to like some of the, the drug. But I also think that there's also a history of family uh, mental illness as well. So yeah. I think that that um, the depression and things like that kick, was kicking in too, and, that, and he was probably self uh, medicating at some point. And you know, um, it, it came to the point where a lot of like the mental, the combination of mental illness and then the uh, drug, the, the, the fact that you know Detroit and the whole. Just yeah, Detroit, just <laughs> you know, the, so, where he lived, where he was at, yeah, you know, was everybody knew him. He was in his six mile area, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, people know him. They know him from some village, but, you know, they. they. Yeah, I'm curious. Um, what now is the direction that you want to take? Um, I know we talked heavily as far as trying to put something together. Uh, to just have a starting point, get some writers in there and just kind of see what kind of document it should be. But can you speak on what it is now, kind of what you wanted to do, if you wanted to take a different avenue or kind of just maybe waiting? Yeah, you know, so landscape? I want to do something with my daughter, you know, yeah. and I want her to be able to talk to people and, uh, and learn about her father, you know. That's amazing. At first, That's uh, amazing. when I was creating the documentary, I wanted to be, you know, just his friend's uh, celebrating his life, right? You know, getting people like I said, Jaguar, going to people people that toured with him, right. and getting different accounts and stories. And I thought that would be really cool. But I think it's a important thing to like actually go into like you know how how or you know where she could find out more about yeah. her father. You know, to, to document her uh, daughter finding out about her father um, in itself is uh, is again interesting uh, to watch. You know, as far as you know, she's unfolding as it's being documented what she unfolds about you know what people will say so no i think that might be an even more interesting direction yeah and and see she's autistic right and her so is her brother yeah. 
And I believe that autism, that he was probably also autistic. So I want to like actually delve into like some of this, like some of this that was going on that like, imagine like you have the music industry, right? And you have all these people that really have a lot of mental illness, right? Right. But they're great at music. And that's why you can easily take advantage of them. I believe that there's a lot of autistic people in the music industry, a lot of autistic people in entertainment, right? They might be really laser focused and great at doing their art, but then they're easily taken advantage of, right? Because you could easily direct them in any type of way. Like, okay, go do this, go do that, right? So I wanted to like actually even examine that at one point, you know? Yeah, like that in itself is, I mean, yes. Uh, I don't know if there's already studies out there, but you're right. I wanted to do that. You know, I wanted to get into that. You know, like how many people in the entertainment are autistic? That's true. Definitely. Are they in, in uh, or even had an IOP ADHD or any of that kind of like like borderline like a mental illness or whatever right, so the that diagnosis. that is the entertainment industry taking advantage of that? Man, that, oh man, that's that's powerful in itself. Um, speaking of the entertainment industry, um, I definitely want to touch on you know your history uh, again, DJ Genesis. Uh, you are a DJ of almost three decades, probably more. Yeah, um, mostly in Detroit. Uh, as far as coming up, uh, where did you come up? Like, where were you kind of getting your your ground started from as far as learning? I, I started off in the military learning how to DJ. I was going to oh. be like a, um, an actual DJ, like... You mean like as in, the as the, the infantry goes in, you was going like... Nah, 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 nah. Everybody shoot like, get on the ground, like... I'm like, chicka, 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 You know like how they used to start with the drums and everything? I'm like, in the front with a DJ. I'm DJ. No, no, no. But you learned it in the military. I was. I wanted to be like a, uh, like a, like a, 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 you know, it was a these competitions called a DMC D, DJ mixing competitions. Yeah. I wanted to be like that. Okay. Okay. Definitely. Like DJ. There's a guy named DJ Ghetto. Like they, there's like chicka chicka invisible scratch pickles. Like the the ones that like like yeah. mix it and like do all the the tricks and yeah. stuff. I wanted to be like that kind of DJ, but then I got introduced to the techno scene, the techno and scene. I became like a a techno and house DJ because my friend Alicia techno is that like EDM? Is that a little bit of? They, before that, it was called techno, and, and there's, okay. there's house music, there's techno, there's drum and bass. Those are like the categories. They just labeled it all EDM now. Techno is uh, what you get when you go into a Vegas club, pop a molly, and just. <sighs> there's techno and there's detroit techno detroit is oh. where techno started from so when i didn't know that it's dope. It's yeah dope. and it actually is three three black guys that um have that started in a different three different ways you got like kevin saunderson Derek may and juan atkins juan atkins but craft work is where they really got the it was a combination of like disco and craft work and different like Arab, African Mbada so all those different things kind of merged into like this this thing called techno oh wow that came out in like the late the early 80s so you chose 90s. to lean towards techno um or? more um house and actually drum and bass okay. and then what happened is the more I began to DJ and get into De- be from Detroit and being a part of underground resistance I would kind of mix the techno with the house and, and the neo soul and R&B type of stuff and that was able to take you on tour as you had uh, you and a bunch, like you said, a bunch of women DJs, it paid the bills uh, being a DJ? Or is that just something you did on the side? Oh, no, no, no. My whole, that, being a DJ was everything. Yeah, that was, was your life. It was, yeah. And I was, that's why I was homeless. 
Yeah, that's what you got. Because ain't no one make no damn money. Like, right. <laughs> so I, was, I was like one of them struggling artists, you know what I'm saying? Trying to make it, you know, trying to make some music and putting out my music overseas, getting screwed over, people not paying me, putting out my little record, ain't nobody giving me no money. You know, but my, I, would, I would have a, a hit record but it, and then wouldn't make no money off it. But it's, all, but it's actually cool because, you know, I got to travel the world. I got to, try, I got to see, you, go. you know... Belgium, South Africa, Manchester, England, you know, they got to be travel around the, the All the places I ain't been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so who would you say is like top three DJs in your world? Uh, top three. Jazzy Jeff. Oh, shout out Jazzy Jeff. He's not even a techno DJ. Yeah, just DJ in general, just Jazzy yes, Jeff. Jazzy Jeff is probably one of the, the I was favorite to, I was able to see him DJ in person in D.C. one day. I was like, oh, yeah, no, nah, he's the truth. He's, man, and, and, and he be dancing while he did. Yeah, is he's he, he can, he like, he do his little two-step. I think it's so cute. Him him, and little Louis Vega and uh, Joe Claude Sale. There you go. Oh, yeah. Man, amazing, yep. amazing. Yep. We're celebrating 50 years of hip-hop right now. Yeah. Um, how do you feel just to be part of this thing called hip-hop as far as just, you know, being a DJ, even on the techno side and the house music side? Uh, you're part of this music industry. You're part of this thing. Uh, how does it feel to feel like to see that hip hop got to 50 years? Uh, it's it's interesting. It's, it's interesting because I don't think it sounds anything like it used to sound. It's 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 like what is hip hop anymore? You know, I'm glad right. it made it 50 years, but what is it? But I but I wish that we, what does it represent? You know, I so, I, I, I wish um, that we could. Um, I don't know. Where do you think it's going to go in the next 50 years? I hope it goes back to its original, it gets back to some kind of uh, original form. Because when I hear Lil Uzi Vert's, uh, damn. That sounds like pop music. It doesn't yeah, sound it, like hip hop. I right? don't hear no rapping in there. And I'm like, what's yeah. going on? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what's going on? This is a hip hop concert. <laughs> Like what are we doing? Like yeah, I'm like, going to rock, rock, yeah. rock, 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 rock. Like uh, that. What in the hell is that? I'm thinking like in in fifty years it in might like just 50 be. Years, it's gonna it might just be like, humming or something like just. Man, that that, or, or sound, that actually sound sounds like a <laughs> dude. Everything sounds like like AI. I think it's gonna yeah, be. You think AI is gonna take over hip hop? They're gonna be like, like we, AI we can do it doing hip hop. It's gonna be like a hip hop <laughs> AI. It's not gonna be people anymore. It's, it's not gonna be people no more. It's, oh my god! Because they're already everybody done AI their voice out. Everybody sound like this when they're rapping. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> Just sing. Everybody sound like an AI. Yeah. Everybody sound like a computer. So we, they're getting us ready for the computer takeover. For all the computers and the robots to take over the world. They're, they're getting us ready for yeah, the AI. Yeah, it's gonna start with the, the music. AI it's gonna start with the music. Uh, once we accept it. We've they already got, accepted it. Yeah, Everything we, sounds like a computer. So that's what I'm saying. Like I love that it's the hip hop 50th anniversary. But if you actually listen to hip hop when it started and listen to how it sounds now, what is even hip hop anymore? It's like they didn't. It's almost like the industry have converted hip hop into something. It's not even like basically took it out of its original form and turned it into something completely like. Yeah, it's crazy. Somebody trying to do some old hip hop stuff. It might get frowned upon nowadays. Like yeah. Like a jungle, like, uh, huh, 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 yeah, huh. Like, what like, the hell like, is that? Broken glass yeah. everywhere. Yeah. They're like, like, man. Oh, they talking Ooh, too slow. <laughs> right. He's <laughs> actually rhyming? What? Right. What? right. What is, what's going on? Actual words? Put, like, sentences? No. So, not, not grunts and moans and, and weird, like, sounds? Yeah, I'm telling you, it's going to get crazy. So, um, let's have a conversation. And uh, I'm, I'm curious on your thoughts on um, the importance of the groupie. To the hip hop world, what's the importance of would you say the groupie? Did that go for male or female? 
To make sure that the, the guys uh, catch herpes? So but do you feel like that is always that has always been a motivation to industry artists to be like, man, when I get to this level, I'm gonna have the a groupie. I'm gonna have I'm gonna I'm go gonna on tour. Have as many women. Yeah. I think it's I think it's just the whole fanatic thing, right? Ah. I guess the the women want a piece of this person that has this that seems to have some power, and then they want to feed that. Feed, want to feed into that. So, yeah, I am. But I, I, to me, I'm like, dude. As much stories you hear, like some of these people don't even need to be doing it with somebody. Like, dude, if you ain't got at least a, a long enough something to be, somebody gonna talk about and spread the word. Oh, you, oh, you're saying? I've that, heard some of them. They, they, they not working with nothing to be. You talking about dick? <laughs> I think they have a body of work. No, I think they're like, oh yeah. No, I'm not saying that. Some of their dicks ain't even that. They have more songs. I'm like, yeah. Some of them ain't working with nothing. They shouldn't be dealing with no groupies. I've heard some terrible stories about some of these guys and and their weird fetishes and all this other stuff. I think that's like, oh. I mean, yeah. It's like, man, they. But you feel like that, like they have the power now to feed into their fetishes now. Right, like yeah, the, and back in the rock star gay, days. Dude, my thing is that, like, dude, I think a lot of that is like some of the, these rappers are really gay, and they're trying to like overly sexualize them and be sexual to like cover up the fact that they're gay. You know, it's I hear more. People, <laughs> I, I, I they hear, really want to do. So they just really only fucking the women because more, they really like, want to do. Why in twenty twenty three we're hearing so much about these rappers are gay? Remember like, they had the that song. Going on? Remember they had that song. I'll eat the pussy up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so, right. could you imagine now? How many dudes was on that song? I'll beat the pussy up. Uh, uh, uh. And yeah, they yeah, yeah, this is like, uh, Could you imagine like all these dudes, dick hard? I eat the pussy. They just all this the studio <laughs> rapping about how they eat some pussy. All, everybody think about pussy and horny, and they just sing it in the studio together. Yeah, no, no women there. Every, no one, women. one, one person Damn. after the other just. <laughs> Damn. Like, dude. What that is it? so gay. Like to what me, like the the whole thing with the male posse and all the how the hip hop groups used to be around all these dudes all the time. So you feel like uh, when you're in the studio session and it's twelve <laughs> guys in the studio session and, Ta- no- and they're always talking about fucking and and getting drunk and high and talking about fucking. It's got it's some gay it's shit to, to me. It's gay. <laughs> and they've had enough women around the fuck. Like what is y'all doing? Like. Ugh. So I think they need like the groupies so they don't fuck each other. Oh my god! That's what Princella was talking about. That's what Princella was talking about. They need about. the groupies so they don't fuck each other because they're really gonna be horny when they get done rapping. God, when they god. get done singing their song and they're about and they all horny and they all have thoughts in their mind, they gotta fuck something because they just got finished talking about all kind of fucking and sucking and uh, everything. A rapper in heat <laughs> is a rapper who wants to be. <laughs> what the fuck? You gotta do something afterwards after you talk about all that fucking. Oh shit! Like ain't no girls around. That's what's right. Right, come on, man. We gotta go in this back room and make it happen. And they drunk and high. I feel like that's the. I feel like that's the. The more that they start doing these drugs like Molly and all that stuff like that, the more gay they're gonna get because that Molly opens you up more to like be open minded. So what? Rock stars were on that shit back then, like the rock stars. And the rock stars was bisexual. Yeah, nah, for real, they was they were looking like women. Right. Walking around with long hair and. uh uh, what do you say? Uh, uh, what's that one song? Um, uh, she Listen, do look like, like a lady. Right, like, right. do look like a lady. Work for right. that. Uh, uh, do look like a lady. <laughs> <What the laughs> and he was singing that real passionate. Yeah, like, 
a club. Still yeah. like a lady. Oh, shit. That's horrible, man. Lady. Oh, we need a court course. Man. <laughs> Jesus is on the main line. <laughs> Jesus on the main line. Shit. Dude, okay, okay. I'm trying to tell you, man. Listen, I think it's, it's an agenda. It might be an agenda. It's uh, an agenda. No, not, not That's when we get into this relationship town hall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we get, we go That's why I even brought you brought you Princella because I said, dude, it's an agenda going on. Yeah, for those that don't know, people who uh, seen Pastor P, Princella Clark, um, uh, the lady who came on who we called uh, the woman Kevin Samuels. People didn't like that. They didn't like that at all. The female Kevin Sanders. Oh, they didn't know that. She's not the female. Like How dare you, bl- yeah, you blemish? Like How dare you blemish our, our yeah, Lord's yeah. name? What Lord Lord Samuels. <laughs> Lord not Samuels. Lord Samuels. <laughs> but yeah, you actually brought Pastor P to us. Um, and you're actually going to be doing something here coming up, uh, I want to say September 20th. Um, uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the town hall that um, is possibly going to be happening uh, and some of the people that may be involved. Can you speak on it? You know, yeah, because I was on my um, whole, like, anti-men thing for a kick. You know, after I had my women. baby, I was like, fuck these niggas. And I started watching, like, all this, y'all like... That. <laughs> y'all take fuck that into, like... Yeah. Women take that into, like, even in the drive-thru, how they give you your food. Like, here. Here, nigga. Fuck these niggas. Right. What you want on your sandwich, nigga? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so you are on that mode. Isn't already on the McDonald's menu? Like, isn't already part of it? What you want? You what want you some want? mustard on your sandwich. Huh? Is that it? <laughs> like every, every other elder. Is that it? Like, no, it's not it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've been watching Prince on the clock. Right. Queen makeup. So you put on your fuck-up dress and uh, you want to do a, a, a town I hall. said, you know what? Well, what happened is, is that when I started with Princella, I wanted to bring her. I was like, dude, I want her to interview with Charleston White because I saw her doing the talk, talk about. So yes. we did the interview with Which Charleston White. But y'all go watch uh, Pastor P, Charleston White. Uh, what I think it's called. A con- there was a name for it, a conversation or my- meeting of the mind. My- I mean, it was, it was Meeting of the Minds, it was uh, When Two Worlds Collide. When Meeting Two Worlds mind. Collide. So that's part one. So what happened is that during part one, Charleston says, you know what? I um, We need to bring this, we need to make a town hall about it. We need to make bring this, it, forget all this online stuff. We need to actually bring this live and do this live. So I was like, okay. Yeah. And so I put together a live show coming up. So what I did, so what's happening is, is that like, you got, um, you have like the, the manosphere, you have like the pink, the, 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 the blue pill and the pink, or the red pill and the pink pill, right? Yes. And then you got the end sales, which is involuntary celibate, you know, which I've never, I, I had just. I'm hearing that, but. Yeah, involuntary celibate. What does that, what does that mean? I guess they mean, I want, ain't nobody giving them a pussy. So, so they, oh, oh, involuntary celibate. They are involuntarily celibate. celibate. Yeah, so celibate. I don't want to not have sex, I just can't get it. Right, they can't get none. So, they, they, so they're like, so they're, they want to kill everybody. So they're mad oh, because they're, they're, they got like a whole thing online that women ain't shit. So I was like, dude, I'm so tired of like, Watching all this stuff online where everybody's saying women ain't shit, women saying yeah, men ain't shit. Everybody's we, everybody just a- against each other, right? So I'm like, ain't no resolve happening here, right? And that's why I said, okay, well, why don't we bring this together and put something together and like try to actually reach a resolve? A lot of like these live shows are doing like having discussions, but it's more of a like comedic thing, you know? Yeah. I'm like, dude, we need to have a real conversation. So I have like, uh, uh, you know, we got Prince Ella Clark. Of course, she's the queen maker. You know, you guys have seen her. Um, we have Tanya TKO. Uh, she's also, uh, a, she's a part of her. She has like a, her uh, relationship expert and like a self-love expert. Then we have uh, Anton Daniels. <clears throat> he, um, he, he's a, 
he's also he's a part of like the kind of the yeah, Anton Daniels has been um he's been uh really uh him and Charleston White have been kind of you know getting getting their work on like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. and then you have um uh uh Ken, what's the other one? Dang, what's the other I forget yeah, what the other person? Uh, Ken uh Ken Billions. Yes. Napasha Da from uh the Sunnetter uh TV uh, uh network. And then the other what's his name? I forget what the other guy's name is. Uh Kevin Kevin Wesley. Kevin Wesley. Now Kevin Wesley is the polygamous guy. Oh, here we go. So we have like polygamy, we have married people that are married, we have like relationship specialists, we have like a single uh people that have, you know, went you know, so it's like a very it's wide, a very wide panel. yeah, it's a wide. And so we, I wanna have the conversation and be able to ask the, and there's gonna be audience participation. So we want the audience to join in, and ask questions, things like that. And we wanna bring it what we're hoping to do is be able to bring this to different cities. Okay, so, so this is gonna be a live show. Um, yeah. Well, I don't want to say, let's say it's going to be recorded in an audience, on a panel, with a stage, uh, in a conversation. Um, is it going to be basically moderated? Like, is there going to be a moderator there? Yes. Sabrina, that you just met today, she's going to be the moderator. She okay. actually, she has a thing called Preference uh, Dating, which is an app that she actually created, an app for uh, people oh, that, wanted, that, that are dating. And instead of like you, you know how normally you would uh, only see pictures, you see a video of the person so you you can't really catfish a person on a video so that's they good. have to upload a video of themselves introducing themselves so that's her uh, idea with her preference dating app so okay so okay. she's going to be the moderator for that oh definitely dope definitely dope um so that's going to happen in september um uh there's a venue uh more information will come on that of course um so y'all stay tuned we're going to be promoting that and stuff like that yeah uh, real life productions is gonna want to definitely be assisting with getting that going uh being in there uh again i feel like it's a conversation that needs to be had you're telling me about situations that i didn't even you know involuntary celibate incest. yeah oh, uh, celibate i'm sorry which is crazy to me involuntary so they actually came up with that and they, like that's a title there's like, a title for everything god damn it <laughs> uh, we're excited to see that man it's going to be very dope um uh and again uh we're going to you know put more information out there as we get it um with that being said uh man i definitely thank you for coming in and sitting down with us man it's, it's crazy because uh the whole jaguar situation um recently in uh carbonation and things like that it was all because you know you were in the background pulling the strings, even with uh, priscilla clark and uh, thank you for even looking at us as a us as a platform to have these conversations and uh you know delve deeper into the psychosis and psychology of what you know make people think and what make people move so i thank you right uh, for doing that. thank you for even coming on you know because most people want to be in the background and you know, i'm calling stay you, in the background you know, right yeah, the you call me forth right right um for those that do want to uh uh you you had you had a podcast yourself i, I believe um or you had a, a, a page yeah, on youtube at dj yes. genesis detroit yes. uh uh, at and then DJ Genesis G E N E S I S Detroit, and you know uh, also Zulu Vision is a partnership between Chaka Zulu and I'm like the the creator you know yeah, background the developer definitely. of that site as well as um, another site I'm going to be doing in the future called Alchemizing Energy. So I, yeah. I have that. So you're a jack of many traits. Yeah, you're like I'm yeah I'm a software engineer. Yes. So, and self taught. So yeah, I'm, you know. Um, so I do a lot of different things. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, again, you get like you said, you gave Goomba some game. Um, yeah. So definitely dope. Um, 
So for those that want to, of course, follow the channel, uh, as you stated, uh, give the name one time and also give your personal Instagram or whatever other platform. It's the, it's the same on all platforms. All at DJ Genesis Detroit on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, uh, Twitter. It's all the same. At G DJ Genesis Detroit. Uh, but the main ones I look at is Instagram and uh, YouTube. I can't figure out how to look at my messages on TikTok. So. Now, um, <laughs> it's, it's definitely dope. Um, any shout-outs you want to give as far as... Uh... Yeah, I want to give out a shout-out to, uh, to, to the Zulu... Uh, to, the Zulu family. Yes. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my family back in Ohio. Shout out family. I want to give a shout out to the Slum Village. Yes. Um, RJ Rice, Slum Village. Uh, Lola Ellis, Michael Ellis, uh, the, uh, the Glover family. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, <clears throat> Auntie 313. I want to give a shout out to Keyway for Keyway to the Kids. Uh, uh, all, the, all the panel members. Yes. Uh, that are going to be a part of this uh, this town hall. Tanya TKO, Ken Brisbane, uh, the Queen Maker, uh, Kevin Wesley, and uh, Napasha Dow. I want to thank everybody uh, and everybody that supported me through this time. So no, definitely. Um, again, uh, you're just a ball of fun, uh, breath of fresh air. Um, I think we're going to try to create some, you know, more content with you. Uh, I don't know what it'll be or how to be, but um, I definitely love the energy that you bring. Uh, we need more like you. And again, for you to even help out all the things you've done behind the scenes, which most people will shy away from, you stepped up and did, and you didn't want to take credit for it. People didn't know these things. Right. I that you get blamed for anything negative outside of that, but uh, we need more people like you. Like I said, uh, we will try to do some more with you, create some more content. Y'all, this won't be the last time y'all will see uh, DJ Genesis on the platform. Yeah, definitely. She's been around in the background, and we'll try to get her more in the foreground if y'all want. So right. with that being said, we got to say it. Uh, it's the best part, uh, DJ Genesis. You are a real life street star. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. You gotta salute it. <laughs>